Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From the podium is back. It's the show where we feature all the daily press conferences from before and after practice, all rolled into one podcast. I'm Jason Gibbs. On today's show, we'll hear from head coach Kevin Stefanski, offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt, defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, special teams coordinator Bubba Ventrone, and quarterbacks for Thursday night's game against the Jets, Kellen Mond and Dorian Thompson-Robinson. First up, it's head coach Kevin Stefanski talking to the media before day nine of practice, the first one for the team back here at Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea. Kevin, when you uh, uh, evaluate the totality of the camp, does the game day weigh more than a practice day? I think it's, a, it's all part of it, Tony. I think certainly going up against another team is helpful also in that you're now live and and you're it's full speed tackling it's full speed pass pro whatever it may be so i i think that yes it, it is a major factor of it what percentage you weigh each thing uh it's a total picture but certainly in the games it, it's a, a big part of it uh, based on the fact that these are live opportunities hey kevin how do you think uh good to see you jeff thanks good to be here um how do you think bubba ventrone's energy uh connects with his special teams here. Yeah, Bubba's been awesome. Uh, not surprised, just knowing Bubba and, and what he's about. You know, a former player, uh, he, he can really speak to the things we're doing from his perspective, which is, uh, you know, as a former player and, and a guy who's been coaching for a little while in this league, I think he's got credibility from those guys. But he, he's got a great way about him, uh, and I think he, he's he's very demanding of his players. Kevin, you got Kellen after the cutdown date last year. so. You, you didn't even see him in the preseason. This right. is really going to be his first opportunity to get out there. How has he grown over the last year? Yeah, I think Kellen's done a great job. Uh, really, uh, like you mentioned, Chris, really just get – there's a period of just getting to know him uh, early in the season last year. So he's done everything we've asked him to do. Uh, I've been very impressed with him both in the meeting room and on the practice field. And the fun part for our players, as you know, is to play in these games. So I, I think Kellen about the opportunity. Kevin, Jim said – one of the goals is for the defense to lead the league in effort mm-hmm. and passion. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been pleased with what you've seen in that area to this point? And how important is that to you? Oh, very important. And I mean, that's what our defense is built on. Uh, and I think Jim, as you guys have seen and as you've probably heard, uh, he makes sure the players know uh, where they stand in that given moment and that given practice. So he's demanding of it. Uh, and, and just the style in which we play defense here with Coach Schwartz, that is how we operate. It's how we get off the ball. It's how we attack the ball. Uh, so he, he, the defensive staff has done an outstanding job so far. Kevin, when you go over the game plan for Thursday, is it, do, you, do you particularly use a, a certain set of plays, or is it just more to get these guys reps? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is you want your players to play fast. You want them to give a great accounting of, of themselves, and you don't want to slow them down with a lot of scheme. Uh, you know, I've, I know Coach Sala has a very similar approach to this, so it'll be a, a great opportunity to challenge our guys but you don't want to bog them down by scheme. You want them to be able to play fast. Do you have an update on Tyrone Wheatley? I don't have an update yet, no. Well, uh, we brought in a cornerback with some uh, play game experience. Yeah. Just we lost uh, Bo Pete to injury, so really replacing that spot on the roster. Kevin, you yes. brought so many new pieces into the defensive line this offseason, but like, what have you seen from the younger guys who are coming back, like Alex Wright, Isaiah Thomas, as like these new guys come in and they're still trying to prove themselves? Yeah, I, I think it's great, Ashley, to, to have good players in the room. Uh, competition brings out the best in, in, in people, so uh, it's a really competitive room. Uh, but they push each other. They push each other in the meeting room. They push each other on the practice field. Uh, you mentioned Alex. You mentioned Isaiah. Two young players. That, I mean, they played meaningful snaps for us last year. Uh, so we're excited about them. But it's also uh, great for them to, to be around a Zadarius Thomas, a, a, a Zadarius Smith, excuse me, uh, to be around Dalvin to, to see how pros operate. Kevin, with Jakeem Grant, uh, getting a lot of return reps here. Obviously, you're working him back in. Mm-hmm. Just- 
how close is he and, and how pleased are you with the, how fast he's been able to, to bounce back? Yeah, uh, you know, he's, he did an awesome job rehabbing. Uh, so we're bringing him along. He's hitting every benchmark that he's supposed to hit. Uh, so I, I think we'll see more and more of him throughout practice. Uh, but he, he's doing a great job. Kevin, with, with Dory. Coach Schwartz doesn't seem to sugarcoat anything, especially out here. How do you, how do you think the players have responded to his coaching style? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I think we've talked about Coach Schwartz over when, when we first hired him. He and I see the game very similar. Uh, he, he's very honest. Uh, sometimes, you know, that, that can be taken as brutal honesty, but I just think he's very authentic in, in, in his nature. Uh, he's been doing it at a high level. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, uh, I know from my perspective, I get to see a guy who coaches him hard, but, but it's fair. He, he's fair w with the guys. He's just going to call it like it is. Kevin, with, with Dorian, how important are these game reps for him, especially if he's getting so many, you know, in, in this particular game? Yeah, like kind of with, with what we were saying earlier, I mean, every rep's important. Those game reps, they can tackle you now. Uh, they're not worried that you're wearing a red jersey. So you are uh, playing the game at, at full speed. you got to play fast. Everything's going to happen faster for all those rookies that are playing in their first preseason game under the lights. So just looking for him to operate and really take an extension of what he's been doing here on the practice fields to the game. Yeah, I was going to ask how important is that oper just the operation stuff? Yeah, it's huge. Uh, you know, uh, you oftentimes hear with quarterbacks that he functions well or he gets them in and out of the huddle. Uh, that's just part of the gig. Uh, Dorian, obviously, in his experience at UCLA, it's a little bit different with how we operate. He's done great, uh, but certainly part of the uh, – plan for him is to make sure that when he's in there, we're getting in and out of the huddle, getting the line of scrimmage, making your run checks uh, will all be great reps for him. How do you how do you balance, uh, you know, playing time for some of the guys, you know, are kind of on, you know, especially in a game like this? I mean, how does that decision, how does that decision? Yeah, it's, it's case by case. It's player by player. Uh, and, and we sit down and we talk about it. Just feel like at this point, uh, with our plan, we think it makes the most sense to play some of the younger players. There will be veterans playing in this game. Uh, maybe they're playing for a shorter amount of time than you get them out. But uh, we look at this as an awesome opportunity for our young football players. They're going to get a ton of reps in this football game uh, against a different team, tackling to the ground, full speed, all, all those type of things. Uh, hopefully different situations come up uh, that we've covered throughout this uh, camp so far. So uh, really that, that's where the importance of, of just making sure that everybody knows what to do is so important. Will this also represent sort of a mini break for a lot of the veterans? I'm not going to call it a break. They're, they're still going to get their work done. So they'll, they'll work good. They'll have a good dose of work today. Uh, they'll get some work in tomorrow with their coaches out here on the field. Uh, the day of the game, they're going to get a lift and a run. So every day will be a physical um, uh, opportunity for them. I feel like where you're, you are a tackle behind Jed and Jack. Yeah, I, I think at this point in camp, you, you're just making sure you get as much guy, as many guys in there as you can and, and rep them. But I think James Hudson has, has been very impressive to me uh, throughout the spring and into this summer. I uh, have some young players that we continue to bring along. So, uh, yeah, it, it's a good group. And, and as you know, it's you just got to get everybody ready to play. Speaking of the tackles, do you, uh, what have you seen from Jedrick Wills? <clears throat> Jed's done a nice job. Uh, I think came back in great shape, uh, is playing at – uh, you know, playing throughout the practices, throughout the individuals, uh, you know, at a high level, the intensity is there. So I think he's in a really good place. AVP mentioned Hudson too has impressed him. Did you see that growth last year from you know when he played a little bit as a rookie to when he had to play early last season? Yeah, I think with James, as we've talked about back as a rookie, he played more than we probably thought he would. Right, he got kind of got thrust in there. Uh, due to injury, but he's taken every single one of those experiences, uh, used them to get better. Uh, we love his mentality. You know, former defensive player, you love that mentality at that tackle position. He plays uh, right on the edge. Kevin, a similar question about receivers. Uh, of your young guys, whose development has impressed you? Uh, I don't want to sing single anybody out uh, right this minute. Um, they've done a nice job. As you can imagine, you know, we've had some injuries there, and then uh, Coop was out for a minute, so there were extra reps that were going around uh, throughout down there at the Greenbrier, and, and we'll continue here. We'll get a, a ton of reps for these young guys, uh, but they, they've done a nice job. The, Coach O'Shea works them really hard. Uh, Callie's in there with them, making sure that everybody's ready to go from a mental standpoint. So uh, I think they're all right where they need right right where they need to be. Would you say? Yeah, I want to talk to the rest of the team uh, in terms of who's playing. Uh, Is he back? 
He's back. Yes. Kevin, on Thursday, we're going to get our first look at the new kickoff rules. Is there yeah. any intrigue uh, from you guys on how that's going to look and how it's going to you know, play out in the actual game situation? Yeah, I think we're all curious uh, how it all plays out. There, there may be some teams that you know, hold what they're doing until week one and not necessarily in the preseason. But uh, we'll kind of see how it goes. Uh, hopefully we'll be covering some kicks and, and getting some kick returns. And, and in the punt game, I think that's a big aspect of this as well, is getting some live coverage reps. And, and, and hope you know, you don't love to punt all the time, but it's okay to get some punts in there, some punt return opportunities for all of our young players. How much more comfortable is he, you feel, with the offense here in YouTube? Yeah, Deshaun's done a nice job, as we've talked about, uh, has come back uh, really into training camp, certainly ready to go. Spent a lot of time uh, over his break with our players, getting his mind ready for this, uh, for this opportunity. So he's done a great job. Next up, it's offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt talking about what he sees in the young receivers, what has been impressing him about the offense, and how the young quarterbacks on the roster have been performing this camp. What were you, how were you thinking? Sure, I thought Elijah had an outstanding camp. He's a guy that can do a lot of things, very skilled receiver, inside, outside, can do stuff out of the backfield. That was impressive to see. Um, for a rookie, I thought Cedric had a really good camp, um, coming in and learning the system, um, putting all the pieces together, had some mistakes, but really made some plays on the ball, which was good to see. Uh, you know, Dalen Baldwin's Mr. Reliable. He's out there, and he can play him in multiple positions. So those young guys got a lot of good reps and did some good stuff. Alex, how do you go about kind of filling that void that Marquise was supposed to fill, right? That deep threat that got that stretches the field. Sure. Well, we just got to find somebody else that can come in and do it. You know, we have able bodies on the on the, <laughs> on the the roster right now. Um, you know, Schwartzy's a guy that can take the top off. Jalen Darden's a guy that can take the top off. Elijah, when we need him to, can take the top off. So we have bodies for that, that style of play. You know, hopefully we can get Marquise back and everything's going to be okay there. It, but. it looked like in the, in the full speed uh, red zone drills that the defense of course, yeah. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. No, and I told the guys this morning, it's hard. It's hard down there. You get inside that five-yard line, that eight-yard line, and it's it's a pass drill. It's 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 skeleton. Um, the situations, we had four-point plays the other day. We're not going to hand the ball off from the eighth to Nick Chubb and let him run in. So it, it is hard. The, the space is smaller. Um, you know, the, the, the open receivers aren't as open. There's contested catches. There's high balls in the back of the end zone, and it's a good challenge for us. Um, you know, we are going to continue to, you know, get good at what we do exactly. And then when they play great coverage, it's hard, it's hard to win down there in tight spaces. But I told the guys this morning, again, we're not game planning against our defense. We're not trying to change plays to win the, win the drill. We're going to run our plays and get really good at those. And then remember, hey, we have running backs. We have things we're going to do down in there, not just drop back and throw the ball every time. Absolutely. I, mean, I know you guys are still a work in progress, but what, what do you like about this offensive group right now? What are they doing well right now? Uh, work is the first thing. I know we're a work in progress, but those guys come out and they work every day. Um, it's really been impressive. We've had some really, really good um, two-spot walkthroughs in the afternoon periods where the young guys get to go over and call the same plays that the, the ones are on the other field. You know, we've worked blitz. We've worked um, no huddle, QB runs. We've done all kinds of stuff. I think just, you know, what we've got accomplished in that short time of eight days, I think we feel really good that it was very productive. Anthony Schwartz had a tough year last year. What is his attitude like? Good, you know, he comes out and works when he, you know, when he gets out there, he flies around and he definitely shows you the speed that you need. It's just, uh, you know, he's just got to make the plays when they come to him and he will. With Elijah, obviously you guys are using him all over the place. What do you like best about him when he's lined up in the backfield? His ability to one, carry the ball and then run routes out of the backfield. Maybe, you know, if they want to leave a linebacker in the game and try to match up with that, um, then obviously the advantage would go to him. Um, but he does a lot of good things out of the backfield. Um, you know, we had uh, Randall Cobb in Green Bay, and he was in the backfield a lot as a ball carrier, as a bubble catcher, all the things you can do, free release and motion them out and create empties. So um, he has that versatility where you can hand him the ball as well. Do you think you need to hand it to him, like your defense is to respect that he might get the ball? I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. He's number 80 players full season in the spring. Uh, Watkins. Watkins, yes. Does he look like a player to you? Really impressive. Came in late and really picked up the offense. Uh, very few mental errors. Seems to have a good grasp of it. Makes plays when they come to him, and he can, he's another guy that can run. So I've been impressed with his ability to pick up the offense as quickly as he has. I'm sure it's like this with most quarterbacks because the rotation is great. But, you know, I do see Deshaun doing so many different things after practice, you know, working on just arm angles mm -hmm. and hand things, footwork and all that kind of stuff. Is he, like, way up there just in terms of grinding and, and, and working? 
Um, I saw the same thing you saw. You know, those are those are drills that he he stays out late. I think he was maybe one or two guys left on the field the other day. Um, you know, that's that's really the guys that are great are the guys that are motivated to work until you know they they've finished the day and his day didn't finish when practice was over. So you want you want your leaders to set that example and work extra hard, especially at that position. The opportunity seems to be knocking for Jerome Ford to be that number two back behind him. Just what have you seen from him and? Um, what dimension do you think he can bring in that role? Yeah, I see a, a young player that's really matured over the offseason and starting to come into his own as far as his understanding of the system, um, especially in the protection phase. Um, he has the ability also to come out of the backfield and make plays in the pass game, and he has some really great feet and vision in the run game. So excited to see him as we move forward. I feel very comfortable with him as our backup right now. How would you talk about, how would you look at it? It seemed like a diminished value of running backs. You know, when you look at like Dalvin Cook, Kareem, Zico, how do you see that diminished value? Um, that's not really in my area. I know we have a good one and I'm happy that we do. You know, that's that's where that is. Um, it, it's it seems to have devalued over the you know past ten years. But I guess I would say if you went into a season and didn't have one a running back you'd be in, in bad shape. So we're fortunate that we have a great one here. I know Jordan Akins hasn't practiced the last couple of days. But what does he add to this offensive passing game? You know, his strength obviously is in the pass game, his ability to run vertically with speed, and his ability to make plays on the ball. His hands are strong. Uh, had a big catch over top of a defender the other day, things like that. He runs really good routes, strong hands. Alex, a, Alex we're probably going to see a lot of Kellen and, and DTR on Thursday. How have, what have you seen out of both of them in terms of their maturation, their growth? Sure. That, that you're kind of excited to see, on, you know, out there on Thursday. Absolutely. Both those guys have had a really good camp. Um, you know, they've had limited reps at times, kind of switching days back and forth between who gets those set of reps. Um, you know, for, for DTR, it's just continue to grow. Kellen's a little bit of a head as far as mentally being in the system longer. But both those guys, they go out there, they, they, they're exceptional with their footwork, their timing and their ability to get through progression. So excited to see that live and then add the element of them using their legs as well. I think it's going to be a fun night. Yeah, so I was going to ask you about Deshaun using his legs. Mm -hmm. What is your philosophy in terms of how much should he run? Do you have to strike a balance between keeping him safe and letting him use that talent that he has? How do you It's a natural thing for him. You know, when he feels that he goes, I think that's something that that's, that's fine with us. Um, always encouraging him to continue through the progression. Um, don't skip a step, and then if you get to the last part of that progression and there's nothing there, then take off. So continue to coach through the progression and then allowing him to be, be uh, special in the, when he does escape. Uh, it, it, it is. It's good. And it's great that they're getting the reps Thursday. Um, the practices have been great. Again, I uh, can't say enough about James Hudson. He's a guy now in year three that's really figured it out and really matured as becoming a really good pro. And then Wheatley on the other side has done a really nice job as well. So I, I, I like our depth there. Um, you know, it'll be important in these preseason games to see them play. Alex, to go back to Cedric, I know I think when you guys drafted him, I think it was Andrew like described his demeanor as he's going to work first and not really talk. I guess have you seen that through these these early? Uh, uh, you know, a thousand percent. He just he just goes out and grinds, does his great job. All those receivers we had to practice the other day, their effort down the field blocking, uh, just a just it was inspiring to make sure we pointed it out to everybody to see those guys. They work hard. You know, CO does a great job with those guys getting them ready to play. And said the guy that's a you know he's not going to say anything. He's going to go out and do his job. Defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz is up next. He talks about the leadership he's seen from the D line and how the high energy the defense has shown in practice has been important as they get ready for 2023. All right, here we go, Jim. Last time we talked to you back in May, you, you talked about the difficulty in really assessing things until you really started to play football, got the pads on. I know you haven't had them on for long, but what have you been able to discern from? the time you have so far? Um, that we're not ready yet. You know, that's probably the biggest thing. You know, when the, the style of defense we play depends so much on playing off of another guy as opposed to just sort of hunkering down and playing your responsibility. And there's only really one way to practice that, and that's full speed. So, um, you know, we're still, we're still a work in progress. We're making progress but it's something that doesn't happen overnight. We've had very limited opportunities in full pads, you know, by, by plan, yeah. you know, but particularly for the young guys, Thursday will be a big step for them. You know, we'll, we'll keep it simple for those guys and 
and uh, we can we can see where they are right now. But um, you know, we're only a couple weeks in. Um, we'll use the whole training camp to be ready for the opener. Where do you think you have made the most progress? Um, well, I'd say more in like blitz responsibility and and those kind of things because with all the walkthroughs and everything else that we've been getting, Jeff, we can um, we can we can you know we can use those reps. You don't have to be full speed to get to your right gap to uh, blitz in the right spot and things like that. So um, you know we we don't restart our installation when we come to camp. We start off the first day with everything that was installed in the spring, and the guys did a good job of responding to that, and we were able to hit the ground running with um, with that kind of stuff. Jim, when you evaluate the guys during camp, does the game reps weigh more heavily than a single practice day? You know, it's the whole it's the whole body of work, Tony. It's it's game reps, it's practice reps, it's walkthrough, it's meetings, it's weight room. It's all part of the. Um, part of the evaluation process. How you do something is how you do everything. And we preach that. And, um, you know, there's, I mean, obviously games are going to mean more, but it's not the only thing that we evaluate them on. How's the uh, early in, in camp, not in pads, you're working on technique and things like that. How do you feel in those padded practice, those two padded practices that the, the technique that you guys worked on translated? Um, it's still a work in progress. You know, it, when when you're learning a new technique, a lot of times, you know, when the uh, I'll say when when all of a sudden it becomes pads or it becomes a, a first preseason game, you tend to uh, resort back, and then you just got to plow through that. You know, I think anything any of us have tried to lose weight. You know, you you're on that diet and you're feeling good and then you know and then all of a sudden that afternoon comes and um, you cheat and next thing you're set back and then you know and then you sort of regroup and you start again and you just keep making progress so we've had setbacks but we want to trend like the S&P 500 where over time we're making progress we don't want to be that you know that cardiac um, rhythm where we're up one day and down Monday. Jim when you say you know well, we're not ready for a for a opening oh, no, game I, I yet, but we're ready. We're ready for preseason game, and right. we're ready for practice. But, but my, my question is, how does it change anything, if anything, that you have those three AFC North games in the first four weeks? Does that accelerate what things that you might have to do, or how, how much ready, more ready do you have to be? Yeah, I mean, we we see so many different um, things in our division that. You know, we do have to cover a lot of ground in training camp. But, you know, if you ask these guys, you know, about the first three opponents today, I would hope that they wouldn't know any of the three because they're just worried about practice today and, you know, the, the emphasis of practice and competing and their technique. And if we do a good job of that on a daily basis, then we'll be ready for those first three opponents. If we're here August 1st, August 1st? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we're here August 1st and we're thinking about week three, we're in the wrong business and we're not going to make any ground. So I like where the guys are, come out on a daily basis and work. But your point is we do have a lot of stuff, not just in the first three games, but there's a lot of things that are going to come up over the course of the year, a lot of different styles of offense, a lot of different things that, you know, when we play, you know, a middle of the season game, and there's something that we put in the game plan, hopefully it's not the first time we've executed it, that we've we've covered that ground at some point in the offseason training camp. Jim, a lot of these guys on defense have talked about how they wanted to have better communication this year. From early into training camp, where do you think that stands with you taking the reins and how has that kind of developed so far? Yeah, I think that falls into Jeff's question about the blitz. I, I do think we've made progress there. And, um, you know, communication. We've, we've streamlined a lot of communication and, and things like that. And, you know, what, what we just did in our walkthroughs and things like that where you're, quote, full speed before the snap, you know, all that communication has to be urgent. And, um, you know, we've, we've made progress there. And I think you can, you know, I don't, I don't think um, you don't need full pads to, um, to, to improve the communication. Now, when... We were at Greenbrier, our first day of pads, our communication was the worst, right? And it was, we, we made mistakes on things that, well, we made more mistakes that first day, mental mistakes, than we did the whole week before that. Because there was a guy in pads lined up next to you, just changed the dynamic. 
you know, well, the more that happens, the more that happens, the players will get comfortable. It's one thing getting comfortable in a meeting, getting comfortable in a walkthrough, getting comfortable in a non-padded practice, getting comfortable in a padded practice, and now real games, you know, and, you know, we're somewhere in the middle of that progression. Did you like the energy you saw out of them? Because it seemed like those last three practices down in, in West Virginia, the energy from the defense especially was really, really high. Do you, you like where that that's at at least? Well, we put an emphasis on that. You know, we're going to try to lead the league in effort. We're going to try to lead the league in, you know, passion for the game and things like that. And that doesn't just happen on Sunday. you got to practice it. And, um, you know, I think the guys have responded well to that message. Browns brought in a cornerback today. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, we just had a had a spot. We'll get him. We'll get him up speed quick, and um, you know, he's already been in our meetings and took some snaps and walked through. So we'll get him up to speed right away. And um, you know, if there's if 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 the opportunity comes for him to play on Thursday, we'll have the package ready for him to play. Jim, Jim, Jim sorry, uh, when you hired Ephraim, what, what was it that you saw in him that made you want to bring in a young guy like that? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, young, old. Black, white, Hispanic, loud, quiet—you um, know—all those things. Um, you know, none of that really matters. It's it's your your ability to inspire and motivate your players. It's your ability to um, bring energy every day. It's your ability to teach technique and to teach scheme. And he checked all those boxes. And he'd he'd been around a, a lot of good people. Um, in college, and he was a guy that was on the radar, and um, he was ready for when his time came um, for the interview. And um, he's done nothing to, um, you know, to dissuade us from uh, thinking that was a good decision. Jim, what have you seen? What have you seen out of the linebacker group? Does it make it hard not having maybe two of your top guys being able to be in team drills yet? Um, no, I, I, I sort of look at it the other way. Is it puts um, it gives more work to the younger guys who can use, who can use it, and it also forces all those guys to act like vets and to and to operate efficiently like vets. Um, you know, you can have a comfort um, comfort blanket or whatever the word security is. You have a security blanket. Yeah, yeah, security blanket. Linus, um, you get a security blanket having a walk and talk out there. And then nobody else takes that next step. You know, nobody else really grows up. But, you know, you throw them in the pool and they have to make all the calls. You, you saw it last year with those guys. They had to go out and, and play. But now they're getting more and more and um, going against, you know, whatever, you know, first group on offense and things like that. And, you know, our standards are standard. We, you know, we, we, don't, we don't get graded on the curve because we have a, because we have a young player or, um, or a rookie or anything else out there. Well, Jim, uh, the takeaways have always been important. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, he already got yeah, one. The first practices in West Virginia, seeing Miles kind of work off to the side with guys, hearing how vocal Zadarius is, like having those two guys sort of taking the reins in that regard with some of their younger teammates, like what that means as you're trying to get everyone up. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd add Dalvin in there too. Um, been an outstanding leader for us. and. Um, you know, I think those guys that have operated at a high level of success in the NFL, um, you know, it's it becomes paying it forward a little bit. Um, I've been very pleased with those guys. I've been pleased with their tempo of practice. They're, you know, everything about it. They've, um, you know, they, when anytime you sign a free agent, anytime you give a guy a contract and things like that, you're telling the rest of the guys in the locker room, hey, this is what we're all about right here, right? And those guys have a responsibility to that. You know, what's it, uh, Spider-Man with great, with great power. See, all you, all you Marvel people, with great power comes great responsibility. Well, with a great, with a big contract comes great responsibility. It's not just about the play. It's, it's about all those stuff. And I, I, I like those guys. Those guys have all done it in their own way. Each guy is a little bit different. But, um, you know, when you talk about the D-line, you talk about the group. And, you know, it's a little bit like an offensive line. It's not an individual, um, you know, position. One guy might flush the quarterback, another guy makes the sack. One guy might execute a game perfectly to free up another guy. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a group. It's a, it's a mentality of all for one, one for all. And, um, you know, those guys are leading the way with that. Hey, hey, Jimmy, along, along those lines, how, how important is it not only how those guys play off each other, but 
you know, those top D linemen you're talking about, the relationships they have with each other in terms of, you know, selflessness and the, and the you know, kind of the, the quest to create the best matchups that you guys see as the coaching staff? Yeah, you know, when, when your best players are also your hardest working players, your guys that, um, you know, that, you know, like I said before, we, we expect to hold our best players the most accountable. But that's one thing to say, to hold your best players the most accountable. Where you're really getting somewhere is when your best players hold themselves the most accountable. You know, and I think that, um, you know, I think that I, I don't think I answered that question. Um, I, I, I went to something else. It was, I still appreciate your point, but I was asking about the relationship between those times. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it, it takes a village, I guess. You know, it takes a village, and everybody's going to be a little different. You know, like Z's got a lot of energy, and he's real loud. Dalvin, you know, you don't hear a lot from them, but they all have their own individual style, and together they all play off, um, they all play off each other and fill each other's blind spots and, you know, cover each other's blind spots. I'm mixing my metaphors here. Um, you know, so, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big part. We're not just out here blocking and tackling and getting off blocks and doing technique. We're also building a team. And the synergy between players, their responsibility to each other, you know, we're, we're training that as well. And I think a lot of people can overlook that when you go to training camp because it becomes all about, you know, the scheme or all about the pads. There's a human dynamic to this. And, you know, we need to find a way over these next, you know, month or so that the sum is greater than our individual parts. If we do that, then we'll have done our job. We finish off the coaches portion of this episode with special teams coordinator Bubba Ventrone talking about the development of kicker Cade York and what he's doing to eliminate the penalties on his side of the football. Hey, um, it looks like Jakeem Grant takes the first reps and goes punt and kickoff. Yeah. Is he on track to be ready for everything? He looks good. He does. He looks really good. At some point, we'll get him going in team drills and, and into games. Um, we still have to have a discussion on who's going to go in this game. But he's worked extremely hard to get back to this point. Obviously, he's done this before. So he's got a little bit of experience and understands his body and you know what he needs to do to be effective. Um, whenever we do our turnover circuit in the beginning, we have the ball handling, and he's shown, you know, really good judgment and tracking, so that's been positive. Yep. Does he seem to have his speed back for the most part? He looks pretty good. He looks explosive. Yeah, he does. And like I said, once we get going into, like, the team setting, I think we'll, f we'll be able to identify and, you know, evaluate it further. But I think he's done a good job to this point for sure. Yep. Jalen Darden, what, I mean, I know he's been out the last couple. He was out the last couple of, of, of practices down in, down in West Virginia. But what have what you seen out of him? Because I, I know return, you know, being a return guy was a big part of his game. Yeah, I like I liked him as a returner coming out of North Texas. He was a dual returner there, combo returner. Um, he judges the ball well. He's smooth, natural catcher. Um, you know, not the biggest body, but he's got good speed. He's um, elusive. Yeah, he's done a good job as well. Hey, Bubba, when you um, since you don't hit in practice. Is, um, well, who doesn't hit in practice? <laughs> well, I mean, not did you watch our kickoff return period last week? I, 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 I physically couldn't be there, but anyway, okay, um, okay. The question is, is it difficult to know who your best cover guys are going to be when you um, can't fly around and smash into each other? Yeah, I mean, in a in a practice setting, we're going to get it's Browns versus Browns. I mean, Kevin talked to our team today. You know, we're going to always take care of each other. There's a way that you can practice blocking and, you know, take on and things like that in a safe manner. Um, so we'll do that. We're going to play fast and aggressive even in practice setting. Um, but we'll every, every time we practice in a team setting for us, we'll play physical. Yeah, we will. You'll see it today. Well, it looked like one of the, I think it was a gunner drill. Um, it looked like MJ was getting down there every time inside the five and down in it. Is he one of the guys, Luke, that might be um, in that rotation at gunner? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's definitely a guy that we're considering. Um, there's definitely a number of guys that we're looking at that position. These preseason games and then our live periods are a huge evaluation tool for us for that because in preseason, very rarely are you going to see a lot of schemed up rushes. You're really not 
looking to do that in a preseason game. You want to evaluate, you're really trying to evaluate coverage from the perimeter. So, you know, most teams are going to play a lighter box, we say, which will now give more attention to the gunners. So most, most teams will play, we call like double vice, where you have two guys on a gunner, and we want to see who can beat double vice, because that's essentially like the hardest thing to do in football. Bubba, now that you guys are back home, how much, do you, do you have a plan for kicking at the stadium, and how often will that occur with your kicker? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk through that. Um, we definitely need to get down, down there at some point. I want to say we have a joint practice down there later in the camp, potentially. But we, we'll definitely, you know, coordinate that. We haven't talked through it just yet. What are your thoughts on, uh, you know, the team and the players kind of getting chippy at the end of a practice, uh, like what happened with the Greenbrier? Would you rather see chippiness and dial it back than sluggishness and have to dial it up? Or what, what are your thoughts? I felt like Kevin handled that well. I think, you know, it happened a couple times in the, in the drill. Um, he brought the players up, you know, said what he said. It was just really just players only in the huddle. So we obviously ran them after that. Do I, do I agree with, like, the fighting? No, we can't do that. We need to take care of each other, especially you can't throw punches, like, right? That's not, the, that's not the right thing to do. Um, but we'll practice. We're going to always practice aggressive and, you know, finish. We just need to be smart whenever it's talking about, you know, defense versus offense around the quarterback. So that's, that's a big concern with that. Um, but, yeah, I think we'll continue to practice smart and take care of each other. What's the plan if uh, Kate stuffed his toe and you needed another kicker in this game? In this game here? Um, we probably would not kick. I'm, I'm, I would think we'd just go for it or, yeah, or, or go for two. Uh, yeah. yeah. an emergency kicker right now. No, we don't have an emergency kicker. And honestly, like with an emergency kicker situation, you would have to have like a, a pretty reliable operation. It's more about the operation than it is the kicker. We don't have a we don't have a true backup kicker to this point because like if you put Corey in there to kick, like who's gonna hold? You know. So it's like and it's a lefty. So it's there's a lot of things that factor into it. I know that obviously last year like Kansas City, they get into the game and uh, oh what's the, the DB. I played with his brother in San Francisco. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the safety from KC that kicked off last year. Do you guys remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Eric, Eric Reed's brother, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we do, like, we identify, like, the backup snapper and things like that. We have, like, we have guys in place to do that, so. Can you share, can you share what you've been emphasizing with Cade so far in camp and what kind of natural progression do you no, no, no. He, she was saying that you were asking the same question. What kind of natural progression do you expect him to make in YouTube? Yeah, I think I think he'll take big steps. I really do. He's done a good job of keeping everything simple, right? There hasn't been a lot of variation in his mechanics. He's not overthinking. There's been a lot of consistency with the operation, the snap and the hold. Um, so that's been a that's been a big positive. He's had great results and in the spring and then now into training camp. Uh, every, everything's been positive, really good. I'm excited for him. Bubba, I know he's like talked about, he felt like he was focusing too much on the mechanics like once the season started, but it sounds like training camp is when he wants to fine tune things. So how do you feel about like that plan to start phasing that part of it out, I guess? Yeah, so what we've done to this point, we're trying to, we're trying to get him as many team reps as possible, especially moving into this first game is with the protection with the young players that haven't done it as much. So we've kicked more in a team setting than I, we probably normally would. Um, and I think that those those team reps help because you can feel everything out. You know, you have perspective, like the visual to actually see it happen. And he's done a good job. He really has. He's And I think the biggest thing for him is just keeping everything simple and applying the correction and making the correction fast to the next rep if there is, you know, a, a missed kick. Have you pretty much drills? identified your four players by now? No, I think, I mean, there's definitely openings. I mean, these preseason games are definitely a big evaluation tool. The competitive practices, you know, things I'm looking for, obviously, consistency amongst all these young players, you know, consistency, the techniques, who can play aggressive. Another big thing that I'm going to evaluate heavily is can we play with good discipline and in, in fundamentals? And really, no penalties. Like, penalties in the return game, 
it's a lack of execution it's a lack of focus you know playing undisciplined bad technique like that's how penalties come about in a return game it's a, i told our guys it's a conscious effort to push someone in the back like i mean everyone's watched i mean you guys all watch the games right if you push someone in the back like that's a conscious effort to do that did so. you get penalties when you were on special teams <laughs> <laughs> so in my career i had i had 3 I had three penalties in my career. One was on a punt return. Two were in one game against the Colts. But I had a broken thumb, and I had a cast on. And they, I think the coach told them, like, look out for that guy holding. <laughs> were you with the Browns or the Patriots? I'm sorry. I was with the Browns. It was 20, 2012. Were they all holding? All three of them? Did I think they were holding? No, I mean, was that the call? They were, they were holding on kickoff return. But the guy that was covering against me, like, turned sideways and turned his back to me. You'll have to go back and watch it. <laughs> yes, it didn't look like this, though. And we got the bleachers here, the freaking stands and all that. Well, I was going to ask you, with the fans coming up for the first time, how excited are you to, to kind of be back uh, among some of the fans who cheered for you when, when you were a player here? When I was driving in this morning, I, for a second, I thought I was late. I was like... <laughs> What is? Why are these cars lined up? Like, are we practicing in the morning? And I missed an email. And um, yeah, I mean, people are outside tailgating at like six a.m. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see you know how rowdy they get at practice today for sure. Bubba, you run more. drills with your team. I don't think I've seen a lot of coordinators actually run with the team. Where, where does that uh, you know come from? And. Um, <laughs> Just, I guess, how do you, how do your special teamers respond to you running with them while they're doing the drills? Uh, I'm, I'm sad you asked that question. Oops, sorry. Because I have a, I just found out I have a stress reaction in my foot, and I won't be running for a month, but I'll be back. Um, but I love, I love running down. I love, it gives me, I'm looking at certain things whenever I'm running behind the kickoff team, and you know, just I enjoy doing that. I'm always going to be an active coach like that. Um, I enjoy working out and things like that on the side too. So that's a, that's why I got that stress reaction. It is what it is, you know. Thankfully, it's not broke. <laughs> Would you prefer to have separate kick and punt return guys, or I mean, are you fine, you know, same guy? And is there a certain skill set that you're looking for in one compared to the other? When I played here, we had one guy, and he did a pretty good job at it. So if we get a guy like that, I'm good. You know, if we can have. One or two, it doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever's best for the team, whatever's best for the team will do. Has that new kickoff rule, fair catch rule, changed your philosophy? I mean, just watching the way you're running things, it doesn't seem like it has. But just how, where do you come out on that is now that you're on the field and working through? No, it hasn't, it hasn't changed my philosophy. I will hit more on that as we you know, progress through the preseason. Um, right now, we're, we're focused on blocking, covering, and you know, protecting. Those are the things we're focusing on right now. So. Well, when we talk about Last one. coming in and seeing people tailgating, do you have a favorite memory from you know when you were playing here about Browns fans? No, I just think that the city's passionate. They love football. They want to win. I want to win. Everyone in this building wants to win. I'm sure everyone here wants us to win. Uh, we're all excited about what we have and what we think we can be we just need to execute execute top to bottom so and believe it and believe we can do it so after practice quarterback kellen mond took to the podium thursday night starting quarterback explained how much he's grown since he came to the browns last year and what it's been like learning from quarterback deshaun watson kellen how, how excited are you for your you kind of the opportunity you have for you thursday uh, i'm really excited uh, first time putting a Browns jersey on in a game. Uh, Going to be able to start a Hall of Fame game and uh, been off to a good start in training camp, so I'm really excited. Kellen, what does it mean to you? I mean, this is a game, first game of the year. You know, mm. everybody's watching that. I mean, what does all that mean to you? Mm. I mean, I think when, when you start to get more experience in the NFL, you start to realize, you know, whatever you put on tape um, is going to be uh, what people think of you and uh, going to be your results. So. Um, every time you step on the field, your goal should be put good film on tape, you know, play well, execute, um, and, you know, at the end of the day, put the ball in the end zone. So uh, that's what I'm most excited for. How would you say you've progressed since you got here, Kellen, to this point now? 
Um, I think just learning, learning the offense, obviously, and, you know, this is my third offense in the NFL. Um, and just, you know, getting with Kevin, you know, AVP and uh, just learning how I can get better with my fundamentals, how I can continue to be accurate and, you know, make good decisions with the football. Does it feel like forever since you played in the game? Nah, nah, I haven't. Nah. How does this offense suit your style, fit your, you know, your ability and skill set? Um, you know, it's, it's the West Coast system, um, but it, it has a lot of spread elements to it, and I think – you know, part of part of the goal this offseason and getting some other receivers is to even spread out a little bit more and see how we can, you know, give a lot of these playmakers the opportunity to go make plays. So um, I think it's a blend of, you know, the play action and run, you know, with Nick Chubb and um, but also the vertical threat game. Yeah, uh, you know, Cedric's obviously been playing really well. David Bell's been playing well, um, and a lot of a lot of the other guys. And you know, J-O-K. I, huh? <laughs> JLK don't play receiver. He ain't got hands. Uh, but yeah, a, a lot a lot of guys who are uh, going to be able to service this team really well. Who aren't the you know Amari Coopers and you know uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. So um, we have a really talented long list of guys who. Uh, you know, starting to get more experience and, um, you know, if they continue to play well, Coach would definitely develop more trust within them. You've worked a lot with Dalen uh, Baldwin o- over the course of the last week or so. Uh, what, what, what you, tell us a little bit about him and what you've noticed about him, as, you know, since last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's one of the guys who, obviously he's good when he comes on the field, but he's really intelligent when it comes to the classroom. And, uh, you know, he, he wants to, you know, try and think the game just like a quarterback and, you know, anytime you're able to do that as a receiver, it always helps and translates to the field. Kelly, being here last year and being in this room, like, what did you learn from, from your experience last year that you think you mm-hmm. can take over in a Thursday? Uh, you know, I, I think every quarterback is able to present some sort of, uh, you know, skill set where I'm able to learn from. And obviously, Jacoby plays a lot different style than what Deshaun is. So, um, you know, there's certain things I can learn from Jacoby about, you know, how he kept the game really simple. Um, played fast and tried to get the ball out of his hands. And then, obviously, Deshaun's playmaking ability um, and his, you know, really just explosive mindset want to create big plays. So um, being able to take certain things from both people uh, and be able to see how it fits within my play style. You played your whole life and then you got to the NFL and you had to sit out. How, how difficult is it to deal with that, just being patient and, mm. and knowing that your time will come eventually if you put the Yeah. Uh, you know, it's always difficult. And... Uh, obviously, you know, your whole entire life, you know, even going through college, you've played every single year and then you get to the NFL. But at the end of the day, you know, as players, once you start to get a little bit older, you start to realize it's a business. And like I was saying earlier, you know, it's all about what you put on tape. So I'm um, just looking to go into the game, you know, put good film on and then uh, just play with efficiency and put the ball in the end zone. How would you describe your uh, your relationship with DTR? I mean, you, you guys are sort of both battling mm. there. Uh, how, how would you describe that? Well, you know, I've known him for a while. Uh, IMG actually tried to play Bishop Gorman way back in the day, um, but they were scared to play us. Um, but, you know, he's I was one of the top quarterbacks in the country coming out. He was in the class behind me. So we've, we've always known of each other. And uh, so, I mean, it, it's always good to, you know, get guys who you've known for such a long time and you see them through college and able to get on the practice field with them. Where did you see yourself in September? Uh, I mean, I see myself at Cleveland Brown and, um, like I said, just trying to continue to get better uh, and figure out how I can uh, continue to improve myself and how I can provide value to Deshaun and other coaches. What, what's the biggest thing you've learned from Deshaun, just being in that room with him? Uh, you know, I, I think Deshaun, he's extremely intelligent. And I think one thing, you know, when he watches film, you know, he's able to kind of put himself in the shoes of the quarterback that he's watching and, you know, be able to be creative with play calls and figure out what how we can create explosive plays. Because, you know, you see him coming from Houston and they had a, you know, I think he threw for 5,000 yards his, in 20. And so uh, just trying to see how he can get back to that shape and um, how he can create explosive plays in this offense. Lastly. Quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson talked about the differences between college and the NFL and how he's doing at building chemistry with his teammates. Kellen said Bishop Gorman just avoided IMG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had those conversations in the locker room. He definitely made those jokes before, so I have nothing to say on it. I have nothing to say. How would you describe your relationship with Kellen and how you know how much closer have you guys 
you know, you guys known for a while, but how much closer have you guys come over the last, you know, few months and being in the same room? Uh, yeah, I think me and all the quarterbacks, really, um, me and really all my teammates here at the Browns, um, they're all new faces to me besides Cedric and Bubba and Felt. So um, really getting to gel with those guys have come tremendous a long way since I've been here. Um, just being able to talk to them, get to know them on a more personal basis. I think Greenbrier actually helped out a lot, um, getting us all in one space for a short period of time and uh, having nothing to do but talk to each other. Um, I think really helped guys open up and everything. So. Yeah, uh, it's going to be super exciting. I'm obviously got family there and uh, close friends, so super excited to be able to have them there um, and, and share that experience with me. But uh, I'm ready to just go out there and get an opportunity to play. Uh, being a rookie, you don't really get as much practice reps, so finally being able to get in the game and, um, you know, the, the time is yours and uh, you get to go out there and show what you can do. It's, it's fun for me. So. How have you progressed this camp? I think I've done really well just grasping the playbook, learning my teammates, um, learning how Coach DePerenski wants things done, um, both on the field and off the field. So uh, just trying to become a complete pro and, and making sure that um, I'm setting an example. So. And talk about some of the, uh, you guys are lucky that you have so many talented, quality receivers that go all the way to the back of the future. <laughs> right. Who are some of the guys that you're excited to try to make some plays with? Uh, well, obviously my guy Cedric. Uh, and then uh, Thomas Greeny, tight end, uh, who I got the chance to play with down at the Shrine game. Um, so those are two guys obviously I have really good chemistry with already going into it. But, um, you know, we have a lot of good guys. Uh, Austin Watkins, uh, number 80 out there, speedster. Um, and uh, I, I think uh, our running back, Hassan Hall, I think he's going to do really big things. And uh, I think he'll show out his stuff on Thursday for sure today. Where do you feel you've gotten the most comfortable with either the offense or life in the NFL over the last whatever week and a half since camp started. Yeah, I think uh, just getting into a routine. I think that's probably the biggest thing as a pro athlete. You have to find a routine on what you're going to do on a day-to-day -day basis. Stay consistent. Um, and so I think that's one of the things I've really grown in is being able to get be, be one of the first ones in the building and then also one of the last ones out and um, having everything in between that fall to what my goal is is obviously to lead this team and stuff like that. So. I know Kevin said like in this game coming up, like for a quarterback, a young quarterback, like the operation stuff is really important <laughs> yeah. in the game. Like what's your approach to that, I guess? Yeah, um, that's definitely the one thing I've been focusing on. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really good when it comes to the cerebral, cerebral side of football things um, and being able to grasp a playbook and go out there and execute. But uh, this is my first time having to call plays in the huddle, um, having to get it in a headset and being able to spit it out. Um, and we don't have the, the shortest of play calls. So, um, you know, that's probably the, the number one thing I'm going to be focusing on for sure, uh, making sure I can get guys lined up um, and, and making sure that everybody's on the same page. Thank you, guys. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to the Cleveland Browns Daily and More podcast to find From the Podium. Be sure to check out all of the Browns social media platforms, clevelandbrowns.com, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash browns, and our Cleveland Browns mobile app for the latest news and practice recaps from right here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea and from complete coverage of this weekend's Hall of Fame game festivities against the Jets and the induction of Joe Thomas into the Hall of Fame. We'll be back with you this coming Sunday. I'm Jason Gibbs thanking you for listening to the Browns from the Podium podcast. <laughs>